welcome to Rock Talk Happy Hour. My name is Mario, here with Kimberly, Britt, and Frank. This is a podcast about craft beer and music, where every episode we try different craft beers. We rate them, discuss them, and sometimes we learn a little bit about them all while talking music-related topics. Yes. Britt, what's today's music-related topic? It is uh, songs with lyrics that make no sense. Yep, so... Yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, songs that have lyrics that make no sense at all. Uh, that's just nonsense, and we'll see what we found, because it, it was trickier than I thought. Um, I thought this was going to be like a super easy... It might end up being the dumb one. I was going to say it was probably going to be a dumb episode, but um, it might still... <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so, that's that. Um, when you were doing that, <laughs> I was looking down at the book, you were trying to get free. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. We'll see what uh, we'll see what's on the list first. Yeah. I to stupid topics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just, I gotta see what it comes up with now. So um, let's see what else. What else? Okay. So I guess we can go ahead and kick off with our uh, famous segment. Uh, first one. What are we drinking? Which I feel like on my part I've been failing on this one a lot. But um, still gotta ask. Uh, so what's everyone drinking? Um, water, ranch water. Okay, ranch water. Okay. Type of water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Frank. I think. Well, not drinking it yet, but I already have something that I'm gonna start off okay, with. Okay. Cool. Once cool. we do start. All right. The stuff. All right. Cool. Well, we failed so far. So you see, the episode's starting kind of crap already. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, next segment is uh, hangover. So. Mm-hmm. We do have some some stuff to talk about on Hangover, especially on my side. I don't know if Frank has anything, but um, I know we definitely have stuff for our next segment, which is news and brews, brews and news. Before we get into that one, Hangover. Uh, do you two have any Hangover? No. No? Okay. Uh, Frank? No, I don't, I don't have anything. Okay. What was last week's topic? <laughs> oh, oh songs, we're busy week. songs. Yeah, <laughs> songs and albums about a specific year. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, okay. Okay, so I I uh, got a couple of hangover topics that we can. Uh, well, you were supposed to have a hangover, so you failed again. Yes, I did. Damn it. No, that's okay. cool. That's cool. We'll save it for next episode. That's what hangovers <laughs> for. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Hangovers can last a long time. Uh, so the first uh, uh, piece of uh, hangover that I have, which is uh, stuff that we didn't get to talk about uh, from for uh, four previous topics, in case you guys don't know. Um, so I'm doing the playlist for last episode. On Spotify, and Frank had a song that he had uh, that he had uh, by the Stooges, mm-hmm. right? It's called 1969. Yes. Okay. So I'm adding it on the playlist, and I find that the Stooges had another song called 1970, and I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, all right. So <laughs> yeah. I I didn't know that. And I'm like, I'm sure Frank knew this, but I'm gonna put it on the playlist. So I put it on yeah, I went with 1969 just because that's the first song about a year. You that, could have said that, that one too. Recorded. I was like, "What?" I was like, "That's that's cool," but cool, cool. Yeah, right, you're good. I'm full of surprises sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, so the other piece of uh, Hangover news. So we were talking about. Well, I was talking about Rush's album 2112, and uh, I was reading something about their. Uh, I think I read a passage from Wikipedia. Uh, for them for that album and uh i came across uh a part that said uh that their that their 2112 album was on the list of a thousand and one albums to listen to before 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we were talking about, we're like, what the hell? You know, that's that's a lot of albums when you really sit down and think about it. Like, a thousand and one albums. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have time to listen to no. even maybe ten albums. I mean, maybe if you dedicated, you know, just one album a day. You yeah. could You could do it in, I don't know, three years or something? Maybe. But you see, the thing with me is I like to, like, actually listen, listen to yeah, it yeah, yeah and yeah, i don't yeah. have that time to like there's right. there's still albums that i have saved and i'm like i'm gonna listen to those later yeah, yeah. and that was like maybe two years ago <laughs> so so you know um but anyways so I'm, I'm looking at it and i realized that uh the so it's actually from a book this list is from a book the book was published in 2005 there's different versions uh, i think i think that the list has gotten updated or something yeah um well of course because new albums come out um, so it was published in 2005, and it was by uh, Robert Dimery. Did I write that right? Sure, we're going to go with Dimery. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> uh, the book is called 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Um, and the thing is that there's been websites and like publications that have done their version of the 1001 Albums uh, to listen before you die. I thought Rolling Stone had one, but they don't. They, they, ha- they do have like 500 lists and stuff like that, but they don't have the specific 1001. So, anyways, you you guys asked. Well, let's hear what the top ten. Okay. Some I went up to maybe seventy five or something. I tried to go as far as I could, but you guys been to record stores, yes. And you know how like sometimes, or you go or like to uh, half price books, and you go and you look at the vinyl and like. 95% 95% of the shit is like shit you've never heard of before. Yeah. And it's like right. super old. And you're like, who the fuck or when the fuck was this listened to or whatever, whatever. Yeah. This is kind of how the list started. Oh, no way. Well, some of it. Because some, some of it I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and do the top 10. Um, and, it, and this is also kind of weird too because th- these are always going to be someone's opinion. Yes, like, of course. Mm-hmm. Supposedly this guy, uh, he was like... Was, he like was he did some kind of uh, writing I, I guess for for music he was like some kind of music writer or something but uh, here Let's we start go with ten. yeah ten <laughs> ten is Thelonious Monk uh, Brilliant Corners I've I've heard of him but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, number nine Count Bassey the Atomic Mister Bassey should have written the years on this shit I fucked up on that but I don't know who Count Bassey is no nor do I next one the Crickets yes. um from uh, their album the Chirping Crickets we know who the Crickets are yeah. we know Next one, uh, Frank Sinatra, Songs for Swingin' Lovers. Okay. Uh, number six, Duke Ellington and his orchestra. Okay. Uh, Ellington at Newport, that's the name of the album. Uh, number five, Fats Domino, uh, This is Fats. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's crazy. So this is the name of the, this is the, name of the fucking group. Uh, this is number four, Luis, Luis Prima featuring Keely Smith with Sam Butera and The Witnesses. <laughs> That's a the album was called The Wildest with an exclamation point. Uh, have y'all? No. Nope. Y'all haven't heard this, this no. album, sorry. Uh, uh, next. One, one, two. <laughs> it's three different people <laughs> plus <laughs> the witnesses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one is the the Lubin Brothers. Uh, Tragic Songs of Life, number three. Uh, you want to? Guess what the top two artists would be? Oh my gosh, this is like uh, a throne. I'm gonna <laughs> say <clears throat> number two is probably Rolling Stones, and number one's Michael Jackson. Okay, 
Rolling Stones were definitely on the list. Uh, they were somewhere between 50 and 75, because that's where I stopped. Okay. Uh, so number two was Elvis Presley, his uh, self-titled album. Okay. And then uh, number one, of course, like when I look at the list, Frank Sinatra uh, and the Wee Smiles. So I tried to keep going. I'm like, I, I can't. Like I, I don't know if I could say, like I'm not saying this is bad music because it's not. Together? This guy, music this guy, writer? Robert Dimmery. Yeah. And, and did, he, did, he, did you see anything about like the year span? So like from the dawn of rock up until well, when? Here's the, here's the thing. So 2005, supposedly he went up to 2005. Okay. And there's another edition. I believe it was 2012. I said 2017 earlier. I don't okay. remember what the other edition was, but I guess it was updated to take into account those other ones. But it just—I okay. I don't know how long it went before a recent one was there. Because the most recent one I saw that was like, not well, yeah, the most recent was the Rolling Stones. It might have been like <laughs> one of their seventy-something albums. Everything else was like before that, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" And I wanted to see the top one hundred. I was like, "I can't." How old is this man? <laughs> That's what I know. How old is the man that made the list? Let's, one and two. Well, I, I do mean, think it's important to go. And if he's a yeah, no, definitely. And if he's a and if he's a if he's a music critic, I mean, he has all the time in the world because that's what he gets paid to do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But like the top ten is like it was kind of, so is it yeah, rock Demarine. or is it of music? So it's well, it's music. So it's a mixture of rock, pop, uh, jazz. There's a lot of jazz yeah, on jazz there. on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a po- it too? was a po- I don't know. Let me see. So it seems like a huge task. And and shout out to. So Discogs, so the thing that made this tough was that since it's a book, the list isn't like really available online, but Discogs, uh, you guys familiar with Discogs? Yes. Website. Okay. They basically sell uh, vinyl and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, I think they, do they sell CDs or just vinyl? Because I've only seen vinyl on there. I don't know. No, I think they have. They have uh, other stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, and I didn't know they had blogs on there too. Huh. So they actually put, uh, published the list in, uh, they published the list. Uh, so this guy, uh, let's see, he was a oh he was a, a, a he was a music uh, a writer and an editor, and he worked for magazines. Uh, he uh, worked for like uh, Time Out and Vogue and stuff. I think he did a lot of music stuff. He's not even like a musician or anything. No, 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 he's not a musician. I said, uh, well, I meant when I said I know, I'm just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who gives you that? Well, professional music critics don't have to be yeah. musicians, right? Like, I mean, it's a good job to review music. Yeah. I'm trying to see. So he said that he excluded film soundtracks and various artists' albums. Uh, how old is he? I'm trying to see how old he is. Oh, no, I was just curious. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm curious now, too. But Oh, genres. Here we go. Zon- oh, shit. Genres. World music, rhythm and blues, blues, folk, hip-hop, I'm surprised, country, electronic music, and jazz. Uh, he also includes subgenres. He calls uh, he has punk rock, grindcore. That's interesting now because grindcore, that has to yeah. be like maybe like in the 500s or something. Uh, heavy metal, <laughs> alternative rock, progressive rock, easy listening, thrash metal, grunge, and rockabilly. Oh, right here, classical and modern art music are excluded. So he doesn't have classical. Art. But he has pretty much everything else. Now, now I'm kind of curious. Now I'm kind of curious because I, maybe I should start back from 1001 yeah. and work the other way around. Yeah. Right. Tell you what, guys. Next next episode, I'll give you the the bottom, bottom 10. 10. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll make it even. Do the bottom 11 because it's 1001. There you go. 
<laughs> so, okay, guys. So next next episode, wow. I'll do the bottom eleven of that list. Um, I just found it super fucking interesting. Uh, yeah, because uh, I think like we're so rock oriented here that we yeah. like immediately start thinking all the great rock albums and mm-hmm. stuff. But like, even though we the are, mix. I bet you we could name like some pretty like like pretty uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, I guess iconic like mm-hmm. hip hop and pop albums like between yeah. the four of us. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what the bottom 11 is for this guy. Um, and I will look up how old he is too, cause I'm kind of curious too, but it seems like he, to have time to listen to all that, like, yeah, I don't think I could dip into that many genres, right. especially like the world music stuff. Like it is cool. I remember for a little while, one night we got into, uh, uh, what you, oh, it yeah. was like, Sting let us down a rabbit hole or something. Sting, it was Sting that did it. <laughs> we listened to a lot of like. It was like Middle a, Eastern, Middle Eastern, Eastern like yeah. like yeah. Egyptian uh, um, artists. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of Middle Eastern stuff, and we were listening to it. And we're like, damn, some of this shit's good. Yeah, yeah. Good. I, was, I, was, I don't know what the hell they're yeah. saying, but it's good. Yeah, so, it sounds it's great. great. It's we're, awesome. We're jamming out to it, and then maybe uh, an hour later or something, we realize that the same artist keeps popping up, and then like also it starts to sound the same. We're like, okay, we're, we're done. <laughs> uh, it did sound cool though. A lot of it was cool. Um, and then I think part of that came from too, where you didn't watch it with me, but uh, at the time. Uh, on Disney Plus, uh, a Marvel TV show that came out called uh, Moon Knight, and he's an Egyptian character. And so they had Egyptian pop music on playing oh. the credits. So, like, I couldn't understand it. I was like, oh. And it was just weird how at the same time that happened, she was like, oh, I was like, oh, me too. So, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Um, okay, so that's, that's Hangover. Um, one more thing. So since we're on YouTube, I yes. wanted to say it last time, or somebody say it, because uh, I never thought I would. Somebody has to say, uh, clip the button, hit the subscribe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, just because, well, Frank, you probably, I feel like you watch more YouTube out of the four of us. I, yeah, because, I don't know, sometimes I just watch a whole bunch of, like, pedal demonstration videos. Oh, I used to, I used to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Or shreds, yeah. So you tell everybody to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, for any of our listeners out there, uh, we're now on YouTube, and, and so but go on, nothing going. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's that's an, it's another platform that we have uh, where we're available to be uh, listened to. So just go ahead and hit subscribe, hit the bell, and now you'll be following us on YouTube. All right, cool, awesome, perfect. <laughs> I need to work on your influencer. Voice. Yeah, you need to work on your influencer voice, but you gotta make it quick. You got yeah. ten seconds to say, "Hey, man, ring that bell, smash that like button." Drop a comment share. below, share, <laughs> like, subscribe. I should have cut you off with a commercial. I hate when that shit happens. I'm watching something and the good, right. like, good parts coming up and the stupid commercial. I should have cut you off until like brought you by you know freaking whatever beer we have in the fridge. Nine hundred three brewers are not sponsored. So okay. So that's Hangover. So uh, I guess let's go into... Oh, one more piece of Hangover. Sorry. Yes. So we had talked about uh, Jeff Beck, right? Yes. Yes. And so Frank had mentioned that he was doing a tour with Johnny Depp, right? Mm -hmm. So I found out that he actually worked a lot with Johnny Depp. They actually released Ah, an album together. Last album they released was actually last year, 2022, called uh, Jeff Beck and Johnny Depp. And it's like just an album Mm -hmm. of them, too. Unfortunately, Johnny Depp is singing. He's a pretty good singer. But, uh, but yeah, them two. Yeah. Apparently, they were they were probably touring because of the album. 
No, I, I, I had no idea. I, I, I had no clue. I mean, I thought I thought Johnny Depp was touring just because he wanted to get out of the whole, you know, court <laughs> legal thing that he had. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, no, he, I know I think he means forget about it. Uh, yeah, 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 you know, just, oh, just, yeah, just to. No, just to, you know, move on and try something new and just get his head out of, you know, being in being Try to forget Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I didn't say it. But yeah. I was trying to think of, like, a clean way to say it. You said yeah. it. You said it. You no, and I mean, I haven't heard Johnny Depp play, like, an isolated guitar track. Um, yeah. I think he's a good actor, but, yeah, you know, cool. musically, I've, I've read that he's not a very good performer. Yeah, no, I was... Yeah. I was I think it's more that his name is what people get attracted to. Because right, when, right. I, when I heard him sing, I've heard him sing before, like the vampire, the Hollywood vampire mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but when I was listening to this, because this is recent, last year, mm-hmm. and actually he probably recorded some of this while the trial was going on. Probably, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard it and I was like, uh, I was like, you have to be a Johnny Depp fan to like it. Or, yeah. or a Jeff Beck fan, because, you know, Jeff Beck is mm-hmm. Jeff Beck, but Johnny Depp's on there. Just kind of... Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to make that noise, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so now for sure, um, hangovers out the way. Yes. Uh, brews and news, news and brews, where we talk about beer or music related news. So, anyway. Could we could we combine it and say like brews? Brews, yeah, sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Nah, no, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Uh, uh, who wants to go first? I'm... I'll go because I have sad news, and so that way it's always good to, better to start with it, and okay. then we can end on something happy. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, David Crosby died. I saw yeah, that. yeah, and that, that's tough. I mean, he was 81, but from what I've read, they still aren't saying cause of death. And from what I read, he was also like active online the day before posting and, oh. and stuff. No indication that he was. Dang. That's crazy know. because he didn't. I seen him like I'd seen him around and stuff, and I didn't not around like I don't know him, but like <laughs> on, like, and, like no, yeah. No, like on like on interviews and stuff, or like uh, he didn't seem that old to me. No, no, me neither. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was sad. So I put deja vu on the turntable today and shed a couple tears. Okay. Yeah, I, that's hard. That one's a hard one for me. I'll put some. I'll put some stuff on Spotify. Thank you. Oh, did you have a song that you like? Yes. One of your What's one of your favorite songs? I'll Let me make sure I know the title because okay. I know the lyrics, but I want to know the title. Okay. Um. Before you before you say that, even metal musicians are paying tribute to oh, David yeah, Crosby, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. such as uh, Sebastian Bach. I'm trying to get the, the thing a to pull up. No, yeah, I know, but you know, I like, whenever I hear his name, I hear his voice, and his voice makes me laugh. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like Shaggy. And so you know, Sebastian Bach, uh, Mike Portnoy, former drummer of uh, Dream Theater, yeah. and Alex Kolnick, guitarist for uh, it's a Testament, I believe. Sure, I, I don't know the names of the guys in that. I think it's Testament. And also, I think he plays guitar in one of the versions of TSO, because there's, like, what, two versions of TSO or something like that? Okay. <laughs> I, well, I know the original guitarist passed away, like, maybe, I think it was sometime during lockdown. I don't right. know if it was COVID-related, but the original guitarist did pass away. Uh, and they, have, they have someone else, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but, Britt, favorite song? Almost Cut My Hair. Almost Cut My Hair. All right. I will put that on the playlist. And then if I find anything else, too, I'll put it on there as well. Because usually when you guys send me stuff, I start listening to other stuff. And I'm like, oh, this song's good. I, I started getting bored with some of the stuff that I was listening to uh, at work, like on my Spotify for work. And uh, I was like, I forgot that I like all these songs whenever I do playlists that you guys suggest. Mm-hmm. And I have like 400 hours of music. And I was like, 
oh, let me start listening to it. <laughs> and it's just like all this random shit that I was like, well, who is this again? And I had to check because I didn't know these artists, but I like the songs because you guys were, yeah, you yeah. know. I was like, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Kim, do you have any news? Yeah. Frank, well, yes, uh, it's me and you now. I have a, I have a bizarre one. Uh, okay. <clears throat> a drunk Marilyn Manson fan sues venue after she causes a $10 million gas explosion. Was this a no, <laughs> it was not in Florida. Um, where did the so? I mean, the the name of the venue is called, or the name of the bar where they were hosting uh, Marilyn Manson after party is called Ovations. She got really, really drunk, drove home, uh, got got into an accident, you know, crashed into a gas station and caused a ten million dollar oh, explosion. Wow. And so her, you know, she's being sued by like six different people. But now she's trying to sue the bar, claiming that they should share some liability in her having the accident. When, when did this happen? This happened in 2019, and she spent three years in prison. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just that type of. You know, say I was like, Mary Manson's playing. Well yeah, I was like, Mary Manson's playing shows again. But okay, so I'm guessing this happened in. Don't quote me on this, but I think Budweiser Gardens is somewhere in Canada. I think it's an amphitheater. So yeah, so I guess he played a show there, and then there was an after party at a bar in the area. So she goes, she has a lot of drinks, and decides I'm gonna drive home, and then crashes into a gas station, explodes, and ten million dollars in damage just happens. She spends three years in jail. She's being sued by six. Uh, well, I guess what do you call them? Defendants or something? Uh, no. Uh, what they Defendants are the ones that are defending themselves from the. Okay. Uh, the prosecutor was the lawyer. Yeah, the prosecutor was the lawyer. Well, there are six parties suing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Plaintiff, because it sounds okay. like... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and so she claimed... I mean, she pled guilty to four charges of however many charges she was she was uh, uh, charged for. Um, but now she's trying to sue the, the venue, saying that they should share in the responsibility. Oh, that's what's fucking expensive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's in Ontario. Ontario. Oh, okay, okay, so I was... I was right. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought you were going to bring up the other news that you brought up in the chat because I was like, oh, duh, we could talk about that on the show. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll let you do that. I just wanted to bring okay. up that little weird piece of news. Okay, well, before I talk about the news we were talking about in the chat real quick, uh, Metallica, Kim, what? How many more days of Metallica concert, please? Oh, um, she's got a countdown. Yeah, yeah, she's got a countdown. Yeah. I've already put in my... my 209, I think? 200, okay. 209, 209, 209 more days. I put in my, my leave for... Uh, for that week uh, i'm literally gonna be off a fucking week from work which is fucking awesome and i'm like this is gonna be a fucking little vacation for us we're gonna fucking stop by martin house in between yeah that's um, cool so metallica released another single uh they released mm-hmm. it yesterday which i haven't um, heard yet yeah okay so it's called screaming suicide um the runtime is five minutes 39 which they're impressed starting to impress me with keeping the songs a pretty good pace, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I listen. Uh, so they released the song uh, and the music video as well yesterday. Um, I listened to it. And it's mm-hmm. not as good as the first single. I I'm like, it sounds just like meh, like just yeah, yeah. regurgitated Metallica to me. Like same old, same old, whatever. Mm-hmm. From as far as the past two albums go, right. uh, Death Magnetic and uh, Hardwired. I uh, I only listened to it once. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a two point five out of five, right in the middle. Okay. Now, question. Yes. You know how there are a lot of metal fans that want 
to hear the same releases over and over and over whenever mm-hmm. a band releases mm-hmm. you know a new album mm-hmm. <clears throat> um what kind of metallica fan are you it's weird man because i don't want to hear the same shit over and over but i also like metallica's metallica so like when they're good they're good mm-hmm. even like even if they experiment and stuff but right. like you know we talked about Logan reload before too oh, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of weird to me because like Death Magnetic came back to a little bit of the thrashier, right. uh, norm, like normal metal mas- sounding Metallica, because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't reload, load or reload, and it wasn't yeah. uh, St. Anger. Correct, yeah. Uh, so it was fine. And then when you go into uh, Hardwired, it was to me kind of like the same thing again. The, mm-hmm. It was We talked about it before with the songs. It was just like the riffs just keep going. I was like, oh, you could have trimmed it here, whatever, whatever. Um, then... Lux Eterna came out, which is the last yes. single for the new album that's going to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was a good mesh. We've talked about it. A good mesh of uh, that classic thrash Metallica and then Load Reload era yeah. Metallica. Then this song came out, and to me, it kind of sounded just like another song that could have possibly been on Hardwired or mm-hmm. or Death Magnetic. And uh, which I mean, those albums have good songs, but um, yeah, they're not my favorite albums. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know, just gave it a two point five out of five. Those whatevs. Uh, if they play it live, cool. I, maybe I might like it better live. There's some songs where like I like it better than the studio versions. Uh, or I mean, they ha- there's versions of songs that are like better than the studio versions. I should say, and that's from many uh, you know different artists, not just Metallica. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, so there's that. When you listen to it, mm-hmm. let me know what you think. So now, with that said, we can go into the other news. Yes. Uh, today. Pantera announced uh, their uh, U.S. tour um, with uh, Lamb of God. So uh, Kim and I are going to see Pantera um, in August with Metallica. Uh, on uh, so it's going to be two dates in Arlington, Friday and Sunday. And Frank said, uh, "You know, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody does something, plays an off outside of, that, yeah, yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of it." And I was like, "Yeah, that that kind of makes sense." Uh, I was telling Kimmy, like, yeah, something might happen, but I don't know what. Um, so it turns out that Pantera is going to be playing a, a headlining show in Austin uh, with Lamb of God. So the tour actually maps out, and Frank and I know this, uh, Britt probably knows this too, Kim probably knows this too, that when there's festivals going on, uh, a lot of times, especially when there are one-off festivals, like, for example, River City Rock Fest, which doesn't happen anymore, Usually that's the crossing point where all those bands tours right. cross, mm-hmm. and that's what that's how the festival happens. Just they try to map things out like yeah. that. So for this one, Pantera ended up on uh, on that one date for Metallica, but they hadn't announced a tour yet because it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it turns out that that Austin show is part of their their tour with their tour, guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts in where the hell does it? When does it start? I have a screenshot. Here. It starts somewhere in the summer. Yeah, it starts in the summer. Uh, so they have little uh, markings for each date. Here we go. So it starts in Florida in on May twentieth, and then it ends November tenth in Detroit. And it yeah. and it uh, has a little key at the bottom that tells you which ones are on the Metallica, sh- uh, which ones are Metallica shows, and then which ones are festivals, and then which ones are their actual headlining uh, dates. So it's just kind of interesting because you're gonna have. Pantera yeah, going yeah. with Lamb of God, then Lamb of God's gonna be like doing. They're probably gonna be chilling at the show there somewhere. Randy Randy Blast probably gonna be there, fucking hanging out. They just might. I mean, or maybe they even do like little one-off shows. Just oh to, yeah, themselves. Yeah, just to could, kind of make up for when Pantera is doing shows yeah. with with Metallica or whatnot. You know, 
know, so. Yeah, so, um, and Frank called it, but the weird thing is that I, uh, I don't know if maybe possibly the tour was like, uh, I mean, you know, there's a lot of shit that goes into planning mm-hmm. tours, you know, especially yeah. with that many dates. You know, I wonder if they were planning it already um, when that Metallica date was, was booked or if it was the other way around where they're like, oh, we're playing with Metallica here. Let's do a tour around these dates. Um, right. Because it stretches that May to May to November. That's a long stretch. It is a long stretch. Yeah. yeah. And the first few dates are festival dates. Yeah. And they're all pretty spaced out. You know, you have one that's happening May 20th and the next date is July 13th. Oh, shit. There's a, oh, I yeah. So there's like, yeah. That. So there's like a two month mm-hmm. gap. Um, <clears throat> And with that little two-month gap, I mean, who knows? Maybe there might be some additional dates thrown in. Their tour probably starts when the Metallica tour starts. In. But, that, I mean, I know that also, uh, like I mentioned earlier in, 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 our, in our group chat, that uh, Anthrax is going to be doing their own summer tour. Yeah. And Zach Wilde's uh, Black Label Society uh-huh. is going to be touring with, with Anthrax. So maybe that little two-month gap might um, be that maybe. little tour with Anthrax. And then, he's oh, gonna, then Zach's going to have to jump back and do – Oh, shit. Well, what's his yeah. name? Is it Anthrax, too? Yeah, Charlie, yeah. Fucking, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Benante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's crazy. They're all just running around together. That's fucking wrong. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say what's interesting about that, too, is... Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Mid-sentence, that's impressive. I'm probably going <laughs> yeah, to have to edit this. What, what the fuck was I going to say? Okay, oh, about the dates, blah, blah, blah. Uh, fuck. So I think the confusion with the dates was, you know, maybe the Metallica dates were... Those happened first. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling that with the, with so many like days off in between, that they're gonna do like little one offs, you know? Yeah. And so I mean maybe and into a tour. Yeah, and, and so and so maybe you know they based their tour off of those dates, mm-hmm. or they already had dates planned, but didn't want to say anything because the you know the Metallica one was gonna be like the big announcement, mm-hmm. and then probably you know and then and then their own tour with Lamb of God was gonna be like yeah. the next big announcement. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can just text Phil and see what's up. Yeah, text him. <laughs> uh, uh, so um, now I remember what I was gonna say. Yeah. So Anthrax is playing with Black Label. Uh, that I think this is actually the second leg of the tour because they toured with them last year and they were supposed to play in Austin and that show got canceled. Yeah. Because I think Scott Ian was sick. Somebody at Anthrax was sick, and so they had to cancel that show. So I'm a su- uh, I, I don't know if they're gonna make up. I don't know if it was ever made up or if they're gonna make it up on this tour. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's the second leg because they were touring last year with those guys. Okay. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, thoughts, uh, opinions, you know. What? Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, I can edit it. It's cool. Um, well, I well yeah, I think it turns out that the Anthrax uh, tour is actually starting tomorrow. Oh shit. In British Columbia, so oh, well, yeah, it kind of has to start now, right? Because they've got to give. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they actually, yeah, and they actually have a date here at the Techport Center. Oh, really? February tenth, yeah. Whoa, that's close. That's like in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh, huh, that's interesting. Anthrax and. Wait, I feel like someone told us about that show. Huh, I don't fucking know. Whatever. Yeah, so it's Anthrax, Black Label Society, with special guest Exodus. Uh, and it's oh. a 40th anniversary tour. Interesting thing, for those who don't know, uh, that's kind of a crazy connection there, because Kirk Hammett was uh, one of the original guitarists in Exodus. Exodus, yeah. Back in the day, before he joined Metallica. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little fun fact there. Um, 
with that news out the way, let us know if y'all are going to any of those shows. Um, what, do y'all, what do y'all think? I mean, are y'all interested in going to see Pantera? Yeah. I, I do want to see Pantera. Because they yeah. got, what, like three, four dates here in Texas? Yeah, I think, yeah. Where is it? I mean, of course, uh, Austin, mm-hmm. uh, the Woodlands, which is out in Houston. Then there's the one in Arlington. And I think those are the only Cause just to let y- Just to let y'all know that the tickets for single day are still... On the table for Metallica okay. and Terra. Okay. I mean, so okay. just, just saying, because after that, Kim and I are gonna next day. We're gonna be going to Martin House, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, not trying to persuade you. Because I mean, I think it would be cool to see them in Arlington, which is yes. like the hometown. Yeah, they're yeah. hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so cool. that would be cool. The only crazy thing is that, that it's like kind of like up and down thing because that's not a headlining show for them, right? Which is still still cool, but then it, the next day it'll be a headlining show for right. them. Uh, but I wonder, given the fact that, you know, they're back after, what, 20 plus years, yeah. if they would be given, like, a pretty decent time slot. Yeah, I think so. Know? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Metallica would give them a pretty decent slot. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of shows where I've seen where, like, the the uh, second to, mm-hmm. to, the, to the headliner has a pretty decent, you know, right. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think they'll have a good Cool. Um, all right. Well, if you guys are going to any of those shows, let us know on, uh, on social media. Uh, stuff. Blah, blah. Oh, YouTube. Do it on, no, just yeah, you whatever. can do it on YouTube. No, you can make a video of yourself announcing which shows you're going to be going to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how YouTube works like that, but whatever. Do they have like reels and shit? Like, yes, they they yeah, they do. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I didn't even know that. But uh, all right. Well, I guess with all that out the way, do you want to try our first beer and then get into the topic? Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm going to ask, uh, Kim and Britt, did y'all say y'all had anything on y'all's list? Wait, for what? For the, for the topic? Yeah. Okay, Kim yeah. Is, okay. Actually, if, okay. Y'all, if y'all have a bottle opener. Oh, hell yeah. Or, we have like five of them. Or you know, can, we, <laughs> or can, there's yeah. one that you got us. Or I can just, yeah, I can just do it. With, Otherwise, my yeah. backpack. I can just do it with okay. my teeth, too. So. Nah, nah, dude. We have like... <laughs> No, yeah, oh, no. yeah, I, yeah, I see. You know, and actually, you know, speak, speaking of here. speaking of Pantera, the whole yeah. black tooth grin stuff, um, all those dudes are sober. Oh, really? So I don't know if the black tooth grin's gonna be modified. <laughs> oh, well, it could be a uh, what's it called, a virgin black tooth. Grin. Yeah, somehow just, I don't know. They can what make was in it again? tea. <laughs> you can put some black tea in there. You can put some. Uh, what could you mix it? I think it's like Coke or something. Oh, hold on, let me look it up. I thought it was Jack and Coke. I thought it was. It's Jack and Coke with something else. I think it's Crown Royale. No, it's, uh, it's uh, fucking that other thing. Uh, no. <laughs> what is that thing? Uh, oh, Jägermeister. No, not Jägermeister. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, Seagrams. That's what I was talking about. Seagrams. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes, yes, I, yes, I, yes, I, yes. I say Seagrams because I just wait. I say it like all fucking time. Well, I mean, they. I'm telling Frank the way here that you say. Stop yeah, like I, an inferior line. I say <laughs> I say shit weird. Okay, so like... <laughs> so it's oh here's what it is. Duh, it's a uh, uh, double shot of Seagrams, mm-hmm. Seagram Seven, double shot of Crown Royal, uh, and Coke to make it dark. So if you wanted to make a virgin, basically just be, the Coke. <laughs> basically <laughs> Coke. Uh, nice. You can put a. Uh, they have non-alcoholic They do. Now they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit. Stupid ass. Seagram. Seagram Seven Crown Royal, which duh, I should have fucking, I should have known that. And then a Coke. 
to give it the yeah, darkness. I didn't say Jaeger. That would be disgusting. <laughs> I, yeah. I used to have – so I'm not promoting underage drinking, but – yeah. Yeah, no. What were you saying? No, I'm just saying, you know, back in the day when I was he playing. He said he's not promoting any stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you shook your head. No, oh, no, no. I just, I, was just, I just shook my head because I didn't know where that was going to go. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. No, I just remember back in the day when I was playing in bands and, you know, I wasn't even supposed to be allowed into the places, but because I was in the band, yeah. they, you know, I had a pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we used to drink uh, Jaeger shots before and after our set, and yeah. they weren't really good. I mean, it, ta- it, it, it tasted like really just nasty licorice. It's funny yeah. because yeah. I like I like Jaeger. I don't uh-huh. drink it often, but I like it. I, like, I can't remember the last time I fucking had it. Do you like black licorice? Yeah, I like black licorice. Yeah, because it does kind of taste like that. And, yeah. and I don't know. I like I I don't like it enough to buy it. Like, have you ever seen me buy it? Exactly. I want to see Actually, I have never. I haven't. I haven't had. Think about it. I can't remember the last. I can't remember the last time I've had. I can't. I can't fucking. But I like it. It's fine. Not. I don't like it enough to fucking go buy it. But you know, I see some beer. Yes. So this is a Martin House beer. This is a Martin House beer that just came out. I love the artwork on this thing. Uh, it's called. So again, if you guys don't know, Martin House from Fort Worth, Texas. We're probably gonna be stopping there between Metallica shows. It's called Bees Knees. Came out uh, recently, maybe within the past two weeks or something like that. It's an IPA with honey. I know y'all are kind of getting into IPAs. It's IPA with honey, uh, 8% ABV. Uh, it's, you know, it's fine. Uh, I like the little bees, bee queen on there. Yeah, I'll let uh, Kim do the honor. Yeah, it looks cool. It's a big old can. Yeah. Oh, that was that. That was a nice pour on oh, the yeah, on the head. Yeah, that was that's, that's, yeah. For all you ASMR freaks out there, <laughs> you know, you guys know I've been tagging the videos and, and the and the podcast with ASMR. No. Somebody out there is fucking listening to it because of that I shit. Didn't do it. Who knows why? Or I mean, <laughs> some people. I I just imagine somebody just like getting like like what's the fucking word like uh, like, like spaced out. Yeah, like chill out and be like ah, uh, and then like just going to sleep. <laughs> This this episode this this episode includes premium content, so if you want to hear that next part, it's gonna be five dollars to unlock that part of the episode. So uh, okay, so bees knees, let's check it out. IPA with her. Oh, IPA. Yeah, I don't know why I'm getting into these now. No, that's good. This is good. I like it a it lot. It smells like uh, honey and pineapple to me. Well, yeah, because uh, some of the, those IPAs have a lot of citrus. I like it. There's like a perfumey taste in there somewhere. It's because I think it's because of the type of IPA. Some of those IPAs, and I think the honey kind of makes it uh, do that, uh, taste like that, I should say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it five. I like it. Like you're, it, you're getting all kind of wild with your fives, man. I know it's, it's good. Really like, oh, it's really good. Five, 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 well, because five, I can't. Five, 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 five. Well, I'm <laughs> looking at your chairs. Look at your chairs. <laughs> there's so it's just that I don't find anything that I don't like about it. That's why I'm giving five. Like there's nothing that I don't like about this. Okay. About okay. What? Okay. What do y'all think? It's not. It's just. I'm gonna taste it again. Taste it from here. Oh, taste it from there. There's like a taste that. Taste it from there. Yeah. I mean, the IPA part of it is good. Oh. But there's like a weird. That's taste. weird. Taste it from there. 
It tastes cleaner from the can. No, it still really? tastes better. Really? Uh, this, this, the, this, that did taste weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It, it made me... It put a weird taste in my mouth. Yeah, after it tasted gross. It. Okay, I'm not going to go with five. Good. Was it maybe because it was a first pour? No. Oh, no. no. Oh, it was a second pour. Oh, okay. okay. Four. Yeah, I'll go with four. I don't think I'm going with four, but that's better than your five. No, I'm going to go with four. Uh, fuck, wait, now I want to change it because it tastes weird. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You give it whatever you want to do. Give it a hundred if you want. If it stays in the can, I give it a four. (laughs) I'm not going to count that. What do y'all give it? Like a 2.5. 2.5? Yeah, it's just not for me. Okay. Like 2.9. 2.9? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, I'm sorry. I wouldn't, yeah. Don't go I wouldn't there. seek it out. I wouldn't drink the whole thing. I wouldn't. Three. I don't want more. 3.8. No. God damn it. Damn. I don't know what, what I don't know what it was. 3.8. <laughs> 3.8. Yeah, 3.8. There was, I don't know what happened. That first taste, I was like, oh yeah. And then like. I'm sorry, I'm gonna do another one. Y'all, I'm sorry, I'm your peer pressure affected, yeah, affected my uh, taste buds. Yeah, yeah, we well, can get another glass of it. Because we have like three glasses. Yeah. yeah, now, can I have some orange water? <laughs> oh, yeah. That that kind of took it away. Okay. All right. We're cleansed now. We're cleansed. Uh, that was so weird. I like I liked it at first. And I really liked it. And then I was like, no, then y'all kind of. I don't know what it, what it was. I kind of want to drop it down again. Oh, man. Let's do a 3.5. Okay, well, I mean, that's still pretty good. I don't want to think about it anymore, else I'm going to drop it more. 3.5. Okay. That's good. That was weird. Yeah, we'll take that. All right, so <laughs> who wants to kick it off? Frank, you want to kick it off? Uh, yes. All right. <clears throat> so this topic was interesting and fun to research, and... Um, I had a little bit of an existential crisis with it too. <laughs> no, no, I did. But I mean, it it, it was fun to <clears throat> to research and whatnot. Uh, so for my first artist, I'm gonna start with uh, your homeboys, System of a Down. Uh, they're on my list. But I'm <clears throat> curious to see what song you have. I have the song from their album Hypnotized, Vicinity of Obscenity. It's probably yeah. I think it's their weirdest song. Okay. Um, you know, and I, I think System of a Down has like a, they have a, they have a unique sense of humor. Yes. I think, you know, it's like, even when there are songs that are, that sound humorous, there's still like a little bit of like seriousness to it. Yeah, if if yeah. you can find the meaning to it, yeah. this one, I just, I don't, I don't think there's anything to it. It's, it's just a really fucking weird song. <laughs> and, um, I'll give you a sample of the lyric. Um, so the, the chorus is, do we all learn defeat from, oh, yeah. from the whores with bad feet? Yeah. Beat the meat, treat the feet yes. to the sweet milky seat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, remember, I, haven't, I haven't heard that song in a while. That's basically what, yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard that song in a while. But yeah, that's a fucking weird song. And it's, I mean, even structurally, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, because you know it, it's got that heaviness that we all know, and then it goes into the chorus, and it's got like this little weird, like a little funk yeah, thing going. Yeah, yeah. 
and you got like little high pitched background mm-hmm. vocals, mm-hmm. and it's it just sounds like I don't know, like yeah. a like a weird acid trip or something. Did you find any kind of like meaning by the band for that song? No, no. Um, I mean the only thing I found was everybody gave their own little version of of what, of, of what it means, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really took it serious. They just <laughs> They just wrote it just yeah, to yeah. just yeah. to write it, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. No. So this, yeah, System of Down is definitely on my list. Um, did you have anything to say? Anything else to say about that song? About that song? Because uh, if not, I want to jump into my system song. I I was gonna add their song. Oh shit. Cigaro. Uh, but then but then you know the more you think about it, it's it's more about ego. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. So I was just like, nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna skip that one. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, so. I guess before we go on, there was a little quick thing that I told everyone before we started the show, uh, and it was that there was it, this topic was kind of hard for me when I thought it was going to be easy, and a lot of it was because, like you were talking about right now, it sounds like it makes no sense, but then sometimes if you if you look into it or you find something that the artist says and they're like, oh, it's about this, and you listen to it again, you're like, okay, I see that now. Then there's other ones that so that's one category. Then there's another one where it sounds like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Then the the artist is like, oh, well, this is what it's about, and it has references. Right. But you still don't won't understand what the fuck it's about unless you understand the references. So it still won't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the third category which don't make sense, and the artist can't make sense of them either. Right. Um. So those are the three little categories that I found. Um. So Frank. Uh, had named two system songs. The one on my list is off of their uh, debut self-titled album uh, from 1998. The song is uh, "Sugar." Yes, Sugar's lyrics are fucking weird. Now you could, you could, even just the beginning. Yeah, even just the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could guess and kind of see. It kind of sounds like someone's high, kind of. But mm-hmm. but they're ne- they never. There's never. I haven't seen a meaning about it, like being like, "Oh yeah, straight up, this is what it's about." Yeah. Um. So it was kind of. Uh, yeah, it, that was kind of weird for me. So like the. Uh, I'm gonna read you one of the. Uh, one of the verses. One of the verses is, "I got a gun the other day from Sako. It's cute. Small fits right in my pocket. Yeah, right in my pocket. Okay. My girl, you know, she's la- she lashes out at me sometimes, and I just fucking kick her, and then ooh baby, she's okay. Sugar." People are chasing me down, trying to push my face to the ground, where all they do is suck out my motherfucking brains, my brains, sugar. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, there's no, like, narrative, like, a cohesive narrative that goes through it. And even back in the day when I heard this song, I didn't know what the, it sounded. It sounded cool, <laughs> yeah. but, like, I don't know what the fuck it's saying. <laughs> I was looking at this, this right here. Uh, it's kind of funny, but, like, redundant funny, like. You know, every time I try to go where I really want to, I am already there. It's already where I am. Yeah, I'm already there. Yeah, that part's pretty funny. Yeah, so it's just, uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's weird lyrics that to, I couldn't find a meaning for them. Uh, and so one of. Yeah, yeah, and then. Yeah, so that's one part, but then it doesn't go with the other parts. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it doesn't make sense as a. Like, yeah. what the fuck, right? Yeah. Um, so, I, I, one of my main sources was Song Facts. I don't know if you mm-hmm. use yeah, Sound yeah, Facts. Nice. And uh, that was probably one of the websites that I had to use to get started. You know, like, okay, okay like, oh, then it would lead me to Wikipedia to verify, and then I would go to Google. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was that was my system song. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess we're going to have two, sy- two system songs on the Spotify playlist. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Uh, okay. 
And then Britt, whenever you want to jump in, just jump in. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go. You'll be the beer breaker, so whenever you, sure. <laughs> whenever you say beer breaker. Um, I guess I'll start with Red Hot Chili Peppers Give It Away from right. Blood, Sugar, Sex Magic from, in 1991. Red Chili Peppers have um, to be on the list. The, <laughs> yeah. the only thing that I could find of that one was um, from Song, Song Facts. And it says, um, in a VH1, VH1 Behind the Music special, the band explained that this song, which sounds like it has no meaning, is about the theory, the more you give, the more you receive, so why not give it all away? But the lyrics are like, like the, I think like, I don't know, I think you'd have to be like in his like mindset with yeah. some drug or something yeah. to, to figure that out. Yeah, like like, 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 like you would have to hear that out. Yeah. Like you would have to hear it from him, but then again, even then, it would be like, oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Low brow, but I mm-hmm. rock a little know-how. No time for the piggies or the who scowl. Get down. Is that a made-up powwow? Get down with the powwow. Never been a better time than right now. Is that even a real word? Who scowl? I love her because she loved me. <laughs> oh, Britt's got it. Yeah. Oh, drinking my juice. Some the some. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck! In the amount of lyrics. But, yeah. Page. Look at this. It's how fucking... many times it's like the, that that oh. song. He's like, I know. Uh, no, it's no, like give no, it away now. No, How many times does no, he no, say no, give it away? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. In the song, I can't tell if I'm a king or a pauper. Okay. Yeah, it's just, and it seems like he just went on and on. Like, yeah. like with that amount of lyrics, you have it's to like, be zoned out, and you're just fucking writing just shit. Like, oh, this goes together. Like who's cow? What the fuck is who's cow? I don't know. Who's cow? Uh, maybe he heard a word and he just wrote what he heard, but he's like, fuck, I don't know what this, like, you know what I mean? He heard the, uh, enunciation or, or not the enunciation, whatever the fuck it's called. Maybe he needed a word. Phonetics. Yeah. Phonetics, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what rhymes with orange? Orange. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. He tried to rhyme something like that. He's all like, what rhymes, what was the word before that? Something about the piggies and the It's just like, so he's like, what rhymes with the Glasgow? And he's like, who's... <laughs> I don't know what the word was. Maybe it's no, no, maybe it's funny. something else. Okay, I'm going to look it up now. I'm gonna... No time for the piggies and the who's gal. He, he rhymed it with rock a little know-how. The know-how come before or after that? Yes, before. Oh, before. And then he rhymed powwow afterwards. Who's gal? After. How do you spell that? H-O-O-S-E-G-O-W. Oh, it is a word. No oh, fucking way! It's it's a prison. Oh, what? Why do people call jail the Hooskow? Piggies uh, and the Hooskow. Oh, there you go. Oh, so so the jail. Jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. See, maybe it looks like it looks like it. Oh, it's it comes from the Spanish word Hooskow. Ah. So okay. they it's like the English. Version I of see, the yeah. Spanish sounding. Right. Word. That's fucking weird. Learn okay, something. Okay, now we know. The, now we know. The more okay. you fucking know. But like the average know. person just like listening to it. Like, you see, I thought it was a made up bullshit word. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking great. Well, I'd still. Well, there's a lot of it. It well, means something to somebody. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> had to go on one because Anthony Kiedis 
has fucking lyrics that I've heard before that I'm like, what the fuck? And I tried to find one. that one song where Which he one? like, it sounds like he's mocking oh, yeah. the language. Oh, that's, just that's so around the world. Around the world. Around the world, yeah. yeah. Around the world, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like so wrong. Yeah, it is. Oh, there's another one. He They had a, a new single. Kim and I heard it when it came out called Black Summer. And so it start, the song starts off, right, with him singing or whatever. Uh, like It's like uh, slow uh, before the song picks up. And his voice sounds fucking weird. And I was like, Kim, why does it sound like shit? Like, it sounds like him, but it doesn't sound like him, right? Uh-huh. Well, it turns out that Anthony Kiedis made up an accent. Like, some kind of, like... Like Madonna? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it wasn't from a specific place. It was, like, a mix of, like, two different places. So, like, it, you gotta listen to it. So, like, he made it up, and I was like, why does it sound stupid? We're gonna hear it, actually. We're, we're gonna see him we're gonna see this. Yeah, when they come here to the Animal Dome. So. And speaking of Madonna, she just did not Yeah, she just announced it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wanna hear another fake accent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go again. But another one that always sticks out to me is Can't Stop. Okay. But on Song Facts, it says that for this song, leader, lead singer Anthony Kiedis wrote the lyrics around the music. The words are somewhat a random collection of thoughts with the creative rhyming throw in to fit the rhythm of the song. Um, so this the is song encourages the listener to live with more, to live with passion and individuality. But the lyrics are just. See, I never really paid. I tried to find some where it was like, okay, which ones are legit? And that's actually a good one, a good example of one that's like. Oh, we're just trying to make words to fit the music. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get something out of it. Sweetheart is bleeding in the snow cone. So smart she's leading me to ozone. Yeah, those <laughs> just those two lines alone don't make any fucking sense. Like, yeah. you'd have to be high and talk to him high to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Get you into penetration the gender of a generation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. yeah. I think when it comes to Chili Peppers lyrics, you probably don't have to think about them much. No, no, no. Like, like you just, you like you just, you just accept them for what they yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That album has some of the filthiest lyrics on there. That album? <clears throat> oh, let's talk about Dirty Tricks. Dirty Tricks, and I think about the fact that I was listening to that when I was in eighth grade, and I'm like, oh, mom, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Did she fail or did the Chili Peppers fail? Uh-huh. Uh, society failed. Yeah, so, society <laughs> failed me. They didn't stop me from buying it despite to the best. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, okay, who's 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 next? Or do y'all want a beer break? Beer break? Okay. I've actually okay. been drinking in, uh wine. Was that the oh, Stella yeah. Artois? Yeah. Yeah, I recognize the. Did uh, I don't know if uh, it hasn't been on the show, but I, it's an it's an alcohol free. It actually has Liber- the Liberté. Liberté yeah, it has yeah. has it okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so I think you gave us one actually. Yeah. Did I? Okay, yeah. yeah they're pretty good. Skunky, but good. Yeah, because it's a it's supposed to be a non alcoholic pale ale. No, yeah. pale lager. I'm sorry. Yes. Pale lager. Yes. Uh, okay. I saw the dark can. I was like, is it a <laughs> so, what is this? Oh, no, it's a sour? So we're keeping it Texas. 903 Brewers from Sherman, Texas. I already got this shit memorized now. Uh, this is called, I like the artwork, Pac-Man artwork. Yeah, cute. Yeah. It's called Bonus Fruit. Uh, it's a goze, so it is a sour. Goze ale with banana, strawberry, and cherries. Ooh, so, banana. Hmm. so this sounds interesting. 
Yeah, like, I don't know. Smoothie style? Uh, no. So that's interesting, okay. but I'll let Kim do the honors. Oh, I didn't see what the ABD is. What's that? 7.5%. Alright, so I'm going to put Pac-Man on here, and then after this, we'll have Frank go to the next one. Because mm -hmm. uh, I kind of uh, cheated, and I went to my system. <laughs> that was actually the last one on my list. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a pretty color. Well, it is a pretty color. Alright. Oh, okay. oh, man, we didn't bring a beer towel. I know, I was going to tell you. Rock Talk Happy Hour beer towel is available now. Right now, I'm just kidding. I wish. Soon, I think soon, 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 I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. Beer towel. I'm going to make sure that they're uh, made with the best fibers to the north. With all the beverages. <laughs> uh, it smells like a smoothie. It smells like banana. It smells like, let's smell this. Oh, uh, now I smell baby food. God dang, y'all are very influenced. Y'all are influencing me too. Smell it? Like it does smell like baby That's baby what it food? smells like. The banana strawberry baby food. That's what it fucking smells like. Does it taste like that? Like? <laughs> no, fuck. Oh, well, Jose is kind of salty, so let me see. But oh, it has fermented. It's baby fermented. It does taste like baby food. No. No. <laughs> this starter beer. Yeah, it's, it's, it smells like the strawberry banana. This is when Gerber starts making stuff with adults. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what basically. What? Y'all ruined this shit for me. <laughs> and you know what's weird is it doesn't have a lot of uh, carbonation. Yeah. It does taste like baby. It tastes like flat baby food beer. That's what it tastes like. There's like a sweetness that isn't too bad. Yeah, it's just. And I think it's. Yeah. Like I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It's just now I picture baby food, and it, like it, and it doesn't have a bad aftertaste. I just don't like the feel of it either. Like it doesn't yeah, feel like a beer. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a beer, and it doesn't feel like a smooth like I smooth have to style. Just give props to Kim though, because she has the best nose. Yeah. Well, I'm currently I've been struggling uh, with fucking allergies for like the past. It needs to fucking rain. But she always. Yeah, she does. Like, yeah. This smells like. I shit. Maybe that's why I can't taste either. But. Um, that's why you're like five, five, five. <laughs> yeah, we're right, gonna taste the you same. Taste the yeah. uh, okay, well, I'm gonna let y'all read it first. What do y'all read it? Because I'm not sure actually. I kind of want to give it like three. a three. Hey, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. Okay. Oh, hey, there you go. Shit. Okay. Well, I guess we all aren't that far off. Uh, all right. So with that one out the way, uh, Frank, what's the next one? Uh, my next one is from a band called Marcy Playground. And I, I think we all probably know which we just heard this song. Which song? <laughs> yeah. So the song "Sex and Candy" um, it's got some lyrics in there that even some some words I don't even really fully understand, and, and even the band themselves can't even really fully explain them. Um, so the lyrics are, "Yeah, there she was, like disco superfly, and the disco lemonade." Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like why lemonade? Yeah. Why can't you just say lemonade? <laughs> well, also too, why lemonade? Like that, at wait, the, at is the disco, disco lemonade mean something? Drink, probably, right? Is that oh, a drink? Fucking hell! If this means something, I'm gonna be pissed. A drug? No, from what I from what I heard, their vocalist, uh, I think, just heard the term somewhere, and disco never. Son of a bitch! My question is, which came first? Oh yeah, yeah that's the. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Oh, what? Go on, Frank. Oh, disco lemonade. 
Urban Dictionary. A drink where you add hot water, fresh lemon juice, sugar, and the stems of a marijuana plant. Mm, okay, Th- this can't. This Oh, fuck, we learned something. I'm learning so fucking urban much dictionary. today but this about is, slang. But this is Urban Dictionary, though. I know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's where the fellow heads go to define things, so they don't know. It's true, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Disco Lemonade. Disco Lemonade. Um, I mean, the, the song itself, I think, musically, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Fine. But yes, Overplayed. I smell sex yeah. and candy. Yeah. I just think Who's the that dude... Who's lounging in yeah. my chair? Yeah. <laughs> I just think the dude sounds bored when he's singing yeah, it. Yeah, he does sound bored. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would say I mean, so. Was it even a fucking hit? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was. Like they should play the heck out. I know. They still do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I, I started to search Marcy Playground, and uh, the first thing that came out was Marcy Playground albums, and I can't imagine them having more, more than, than one. one. I mean, they had they, they they had you know more, and I guess they had you know a bit of success, but that's like their most well known song. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's almost hard to escape that. So yeah, it was a hit. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out in '97. I want to see what the charts were for this thing. Uh, so charts. Fuck! It hit number one in Canada Rock and Alternative. I thought you were gonna say Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to read something else and. It hit number two on the Canada Top Singles Charts. Are they Canadian? U.S.? They're from, they're from Minnesota. Oh, shit. Billboard. It hit number one on the U.S. Alternative uh, Airplay on Billboard. Hit number four on the Adult Top 40. Hit number four on the Mainstream Rock. Hit number three. Hit number three on Mainstream Top 40. So if you guys remember our episode, we were talking well, no, about mainstream top 40. That includes pop, hip hop, everything. It was number three on fucking Top 40. Uh, yeah, they did. What was the other question you guys had? Uh, what oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I just see. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, yeah, it was a, okay, it was a hit. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Frank, anything else on Sex and Candy? Um, no, but just the fact that it just has those little bits in the lyrics that don't really make sense. And Urban Dictionary gives one definition of what disco lemonade is. Um, but I mean, I would imagine, you know, if you go to the disco, you're dancing, you're going to want some lemonade. <laughs> right? It's weird. Right? Even uh, the first paragraph in Wikipedia says that the vocalist says he doesn't even know the song. Though. Yeah. So, perfect uh, entry for the uh, Spotify playlist on the episode. Maybe they were yeah, drinking too much disco yeah. lemonade when they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, who came you want to Very Naked Ladies, One Week. I was thinking about that one, but I think so, it was... So, is that the cha-cha-cha-cha? Cha-cha-cha-cha. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> so this God. one, I saw on Song Facts, it says, the band has said that this song is about a big fight in a relationship. The lyrics are essentially meaningless, but wildly entertaining, showing off their clever wordplay and rapid-fire interplay between their lead singers, Ed Robertson and Steve Page. Well, that's a very generous... Yeah, because like description. Well, because that yeah. one only the chorus oh, makes sense, yeah, right? right? It's the verses that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know that whole song, like even the weird shit. 
And also, I'm impressed. <laughs> I never pegged you for sticking in your brain stuff sticking. Yeah, that's... Watch the next spells in the And also, how many people showed up to the show thinking they were going to see bare naked ladies? Uh, <laughs> that's the joke, I think. Yeah. That's yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there was another band. Oh, it's from their album stuff, and it's because I had that. I had that. Yeah. You know what's interesting is that back in the day when back in the day when No, that's who being the book, which I'm an idiot. Why were they doing that? I don't know. I've had too many random shows. No, I was just gonna say they did that cover of the monkey song that was on the Shrek soundtrack. That was really big. Oh, that was a Smash Mouth. Yeah, that was Smash Mouth. Same band. Same band. It's the same fucking band. Yeah, it's the same. 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 It's the This one was like the the crown jewel of my list because the lyrics make <laughs> no sense. Well, no, it's actually a good song. Okay. The lyrics make no sense, and the artist says that they mean nothing. Uh, and that's Beck's loser. Oh. Uh, so everyone knows that fucking song. Yes, uh, of course. Yeah, that's true. That's a good example. Yeah, and it's uh, off of his album Mellow Gold from 1994. So I was doing a lot of research on this one because I was trying to like really learn about it and basically where it all rooted from was um when he was living in uh la well he he lived in la moved to new york then moved back to la um and what he would do uh in, early in his career is he would play uh at coffee shops mm-hmm. and so i guess like when people when he would see people getting bored of him and like not paying attention to him or when he would get bored he would start improvising and just saying bullshit to see if he could catch their attention again or to see if they really were listening so uh-huh. that's basically that's what he did on the, on, the, on the like he had parts of this song written but he was also trying to infuse like hip-hop and folk and stuff like that see, yeah. so when he was working with uh with the producer on doing his album um there was a and i read this on wikipedia as well or there was an outtake where he was saying uh that uh that he's a loser uh that uh oh, it's the fucking main part of the song uh and so Spanish. yeah oh i'm a loser baby so why don't you yeah so that part he said it after a take yeah so he said it he said it after a part where like he was rapping but the rap sucked and so he said i'm a loser baby so why don't you kill me and so the producers were like oh you should keep that in and they turned it into a chorus everything else was like he said was pretty much like one take 
So like he was just rambling shit like he would do during his performances, and he he would do that with his friends too, like just do like random bullshit raps uh-huh. just to entertain themselves. And it's he no, it was just like <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, not that sophisticated. So yeah, so he was doing that, and ended up turning it into a hit. And he's like that he regrets not putting more into the vocals because if you hear it, it kind of similar to the Marcy Playground vocalist where right, right, right. it sounds very monotone. Yes. And there's not a lot of emotion in it. He even admitted that because he didn't think that one, it was going to be anything. And two, it was just like, Oh, let's just do this just take. Yeah. Just ramble non- nonsense. So he didn't, that was all like just one take shit. Wow. Um, but that was, yeah. Yeah. So aside from the, so it's weird because the song means something, but not really because the yeah. chorus comes from the fact that he's bullshitting in the ver- verses, right. which is weird. Like I was like, Oh, that's pretty uh-huh. fucking interesting. But uh, yeah, Back Loser was like number one on my list. So iconic. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a good yeah, video. Sure. Good video, good song. And I don't think it's a good representation of Beck though. It's one of those songs from the nineties where like he continued on and yeah. made yeah. lots of good stuff. Yeah, but he did. If you didn't it's different now, like try to like follow that, you yeah. would never know. Yeah. Right? I feel it's the same way with Radiohead and Creep. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. not at all a representation yeah. of Radiohead, and they even hate that song now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you yeah. didn't bother following up, then you would just think like, oh, they kind of suck that song's lame and yeah. not keep yeah. going. But I found the other Bare Naked Lady song, oh, If it? I Had a Million Dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the slow one. It sounds kind of like uh, ukulele-ish, right? I think so. I know the song. The I hear his voice, but yeah. it's hard to... But, uh, but yeah, so it's also weird, too, because like he was very like anti... Um, what's the word? anti-industry i guess yeah so like he was kind of like surprised that it's that that single there's another one like that on my list too but he yeah. was kind of surprised that it took off and the weird thing is too that when he was playing the song live of course after the song came out um he would um he would uh the crowd he, he knew that the crowd was expecting for him to play it so he would wear the stormtrooper mask like he does in the music video, and then he would just play the song on a boombox and dance. So he wouldn't sing it. That, or he would sing it and change the lyrics on purpose so that he wasn't singing the exact lyrics okay. on the track. So it was, it was, yeah, right. so was kind of kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, back to loser. Uh, Frank. Well, it's only between me and you now because okay, Kim, Kim's uh, burnt out on our list. I think if I mean. Like Beck, I would do something similar. If I had a hit song, but would just not play it, <clears throat> despite how successful I got. <laughs> well, I, yeah, and I don't even know it was about that. I think it was more about like he liked fucking around. Yeah, I don't know. When it came, yeah, with yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but he was like that though. He 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 was in that same vein where he was mm-hmm. like uh, he actually even had a song called like uh, I feel like I'm on crack when I when I watch MTV. Like he know, hated yeah. MTV, like but MTV loved him, and they were playing that music video was getting a uh, huge uh, airplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he fucking he was like the Kurt Cobain of like the like alt like alt right, rock. Right, 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 okay. right. You know what I mean? Because like Kirk was, I mean Kirk was Kurt. Kurt was like, oh, you know, fuck all this mainstream shit or whatever, whatever. And yeah. Hey, but he was thrown in it, and he was the same way, but it was just a different. Yeah. Slightly different era, late uh, later nineties, because it was like ninety seven, I think. Yeah, ninety seven. So yeah, really? Yeah, it's weird, right? I like the name Kirk Cobain. Really? Though. Yep. I thought it was early. I, I thought know, it was like ninety four. 
I thought it. Oh shit! It was ninety four. I'm sorry. I'm getting it confused. With another one on my list. They're all nineties. I'm sorry. They're all nineties. I'm sorry. I have ninety four, ninety seven, ninety four, ninety eight on here. I got confused. Ninety four. Yes. Oh yeah. So it was that same. That was that same time period. Then. Okay. So he was just on the opposite side of where. Or Kurt was because well also too where he grew up he was in L A. Yeah. Kurt was in yeah, Seattle yeah. so Seattle area and stuff so uh-huh. totally different yeah that makes sense yeah sorry guys that's okay <laughs> I thought Brett, I'm glad the bear, the the same they shit, are so. the same shit though <laughs> we're gonna stick with that okay uh, Brett, <laughs> you see she thought who uh, what's his oh, name Bernie. yeah Bernie. Darius Rucker yeah <laughs> they could uh I don't know. They could form a super group and call it Bare Naked Hooties. Or Bare Naked Hooties. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a fetish. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's what this YouTube channel is all about. Yeah, right. Remember, $5. Hootie and the Bare Naked Hooties? No, Hootie and the Ladies. Hootie and the Ladies. Hootie and the Ladies. <laughs> but you still need Smash Bare Naked Smashing Hootie and the Ladies? Smashing Hooties? <laughs> 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 song from their magical mystery tour album which was a made for tv uh music film mm-hmm. came out in 67 mm-hmm. and the name of the song is i am the walrus oh, the yeah. walrus <laughs> they say walrus yeah i, I probably couldn't say either. i am the walrus okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, it, and it's the sixth track from you know the magical mystery tour mm-hmm. album and john lennon purposely wrote this song to screw with uh, <laughs> rock critics or, or just music critics' heads yeah. because he realized that the uh, critiques that they were getting for their music were starting to turn very scholarly. Oh. Like, they were putting, like, these rock critics were putting, like, really deep sentiments and, mm-hmm. like, philosophies in, 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 in their music, they right? Still do. They still yeah, do. they still do. And, of course, you know, the Beatles are one of the most influential music groups in of all history. Yeah. And... Yeah, so, so John Lennon just wrote a completely nonsensical song just to mess with them. And the the lyrics, I mean, sitting on a cornflake, waiting for the band to come, corporation t-shirt, stupid bloody Tuesday, you've been a naughty boy, let your face grow long. Also, too, you know? I know they were known for, like, experimenting with yeah. Oh, yeah, so, especially during that period. Yeah, so yes. that has and a lot so, to do with it as well. So that, that does have a lot to do with it, but I mean, the only explanation was that they just wrote the song just to screw with everybody, basically. But there's no real deep meaning to the song. That's funny. And, um, Tell me the, the, the chorus again, I am the what, I am the what, I am the walrus. And he says, I am the walrus, but he says, I am the something, like two, three, times. Yeah, four, he says, four. I am the Eggman, they are the Eggman, I am the Juarez, goo goo Okay. And so, yeah, um, I think uh, John Lennon said that you know he he was on two acid trips when when he wrote this song, or like or, or like two previous acid trips inspired this this uh, 
this song. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, those little acid trips are mentioned in the movie uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, yeah. When he goes to India, hangs out with the Beatles and stuff. Oh, and they're like smoking. Well, they're right. yeah, they're they're smoking, and I think they're like in the middle of a trip as well too. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that one scene, but I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I, I guess just the whole reference to the acid trip was was spoofed a little bit in, in the movie. Uh, well, that's a weird segue because. The next artist on my list, their song was also to fuck with the record company. Okay. Um, it's also a B-end. Okay. <laughs> and that's Blur, song uh, two. Ah, uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. AKA yes, yes, the yes. woohoo song, yeah. So, <laughs> that, yeah, we're hitting all kinds of 90s stuff. Yeah, we are, and it's weird. Because I was trying to find stuff after 2000, and the only stuff that I could find after 2000 was the systems. Well, even then, that was 98. Frank's, oh, wow. Frank's crossed 2000. Uh, the one that he had on, on his list. So basically, this one, this is the song that came on in '97. I got him confused on my okay, list. Okay. Even that when I was, sense, yeah. even when I was looking at my notes, I was looking at Blur when I was talking about Beck. So, because it's all fucking bees. So, anyways, yeah. song came out in '97. Uh, these lyrics make no fucking sense, um, and they know that too. Uh, song two is not even the real, like, it's not even a real title. It was actually a working title when they were working on the song, and then it just stayed. Um, so they really didn't give a shit. Um, it, it, the, 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 the song is two minute song, uh, two, two minutes and two seconds. And it only has two verses, two choruses. Uh, and they really do make no sense. Uh, the lyrics are like super quick to read through, like literally fit on one screen. Uh, I get, I got my head checked by a jumbo jet. It wasn't easy, but nothing is. Uh, yeah. Then the chorus is when I feel heavy metal and I'm pins and I'm needles. Well, I lie and I'm easy all of the time, but I'm never sure why I need you. Please to meet you. Then second verse is I got my head drone. No, I got my head done when I was young. It's not my problem. It's not my problem. Of course, again, the lyrics make no fucking sense. That's true. And the title doesn't help because it doesn't, it's not a real title. Nah. So that is probably another one that's just up there with like, you know, Frank, mm-hmm. like you said, these guys were releasing it. Uh, so what happened was they wrote it, right? And they're like, yeah. oh, we're going to fuck with the label. Ha ha. Put it to them. They fucking show it to the execs. The execs are like, this is fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, too, it was it was kind of people, the, the, I guess it was like an urban legend or something or, or a myth that people thought that this was like a straight up answer to uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. But mm. they were years apart. Like fucking Smells Like Teen Spirit was what, 90? Ninety one, yeah, yeah, ninety one, ninety one. Look it up because I know y'all probably got it right, and I just Maybe. I'm off today. Yeah, I think ninety one. Okay, let's see what it is. I like to check to see. I like to give y'all points when we get some. Uh, yeah, September tenth, ninety one. So ninety one. So fuck. That reminds me of that Virgo meme I saw on the internet recently. <clears throat> a Virgo meme. Uh, Virgo meme. It says, "Did it hurt when I told you to Google it?" And I was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I just I like to uh, show that like you guys are, are fucking right because it's just interesting. Like to be like, yeah, oh, fuck, like, sometimes we're not. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we could have left yeah, it. We could have left that <laughs> ten minutes ago. Just, like, <laughs> but yeah. So so ninety one smells like Teen Spirit, right? Yeah. Uh, Blur song two came out ninety seven. So I was six years later. But people yeah, yeah. like to say that, oh, that was like a direct 
<clears throat> because of the the rhythm and how the chorus goes and how like actually smells like Teen Spirit has lyrics that don't that sound pretty. <clears throat> I don't know the story behind smells like Teen Spirit. Like, yeah, I don't think I do, or maybe I do, and we've talked about it. And I don't fucking remember. But those lyrics kind of don't make sense either. Um, I've never read into it. Maybe I should. I don't fucking know. Maybe maybe we've talked about it. I don't fucking know. But anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, Weird Al lyrics smells like Nirvana. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> those are those are gonna. Uh, actually, speaking of Weird Al, uh, when uh, what's uh, uh, Beck uh, came out uh, when he when he hit with that song Loser, uh, he had a song on that album called Schmoozer, and Weird Al wanted to do a parody of it, mm-hmm. and Beck said no, and so. Of course, he didn't give him the okay to do it, so we're down there did it, and then he came out with an interview later, uh, and Beck said he regretted uh, oh, not letting yeah, him do it. Yeah, but uh, I'm not familiar with that song, but I but saw it on the track list. Doesn't Weird Al do a polka cover of what? Yeah, he does a polka. Of loser. He does a polka covers of lots of songs. Oh, but it's a legit cover it's though, cover, right? Just a cover style. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, does yeah. have a, a, a song for It's called Bedrock Anthem, and the video is just like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's Weird Al with a bunch of braids, and he's all gold in the desert doing dumb shit. So. <laughs> I gotta see that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, any thoughts on the song too before we go? Um, what I thought was funny was that it became a single despite its very short running time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. super short. Yeah, it's like two minutes, two seconds. Right yeah, at yeah. two minutes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Like a, infl- I mean, why would Blur give a shit about Nirvana? So, I mean, they're not so, at all alike, or I can't imagine them being so. So, so here's the thing. So I know, like a lot of sh- like, okay, me, I didn't know like a lot of the like I couldn't pinpoint the years, like I, unless I, I looked it up. And that story's been going on for a long. Like mm. I've I've heard that story forever. I even went on forums doing research for this episode, and oh, people yeah. are still saying that. Wow. But then you go and I looked at the years, and I was like, wait a minute. And then you would see a couple of people saying like. Where the fuck did this come from? You know, Smells Like Teen Spirit, they didn't say the year, that's why I didn't know. They were like, mm-hmm. Smells Like Teen Spirit was like during the grunge era. This was like outside the grunge era. Yeah. This was like late 90s. Yeah. And so the whole thing was that like they were, what, UK? Mm-hmm. And then this, they were kind of like trying to do a parody. Of, that's what the that's what the, 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 the story is. Mm-hmm. That the story was that they were doing a parody of the popular, of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit being popular in America. And that was their parody of it. But it doesn't even make like, no. yeah. I mean, the the lyrics as well. It is a stretch. Well, it, is a like stretch. A stretch. well it, it ends up not not being true because even if you look at the time frame, it just doesn't make sense either. Um, it's unless, like when uh, people say that um, Jack Skellington was inspired by um, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. It's like uh, when that movie came out, Billy mm. Corgan had a whole lot of long hair, and Zero was not mm. a thing yet. That's so. weird. Here, here, it actually even says on, on Wikipedia that's that story is here. It says some writer some writers have stated that the song is intended to be a parody of the grunge genre, while others state that it was a parody of radio hits and the music industry with a punk rock chorus. Now I can see that latter part where it's it's a parody of popular music, and it kind of makes sense because they were trying to fuck with the label at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Um, so that whole first part saying some writers have stated that just that just doesn't make any sense, and that 
I told you I've been hearing that since fucking forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so there, we cleaned up a uh, urban legend for you guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Cool. Frank, Frank what you got? <clears throat> Uh, so my next artist, I want to preface it by saying a very hipster thing. Oh, <clears throat> I knew them before they were big. Oh, okay. especially, especially currently. Um, I'm just going to say. So the cramps, of course, have been repopularized because of uh, the Netflix uh, show Wednesday and their song, uh, Goo Goo Muck. <clears throat> Is that the one where she dancing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I said it no. And uh, the song was released in 1981, and it implies that it's about a, you know, the character in the song turns into a monster, but he's called a goo muck. But the band has never really addressed what exactly a goo muck is. And the listener is just like, you know, you think goo sounds like baby talk, and then muck just sounds like mess. So it's like baby mess. Is he a baby mess when he turns into this thing when, you know, like when the sun goes down and the moon comes up, mm. I turn into turn a, a I turn into muck. a teenage goo goo muck, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Uh, so I mean, when, like when when you listen to the song and when you read the rest of the lyrics, you know, you you can clearly understand like where the song is going, yeah. but just the word goo goo muck, it's it's never it's never been addressed. So it's weird because that's what makes it not make sense. It's because goo goo muck is made up. Mm-hmm. But it's like taking a place kind of like you could have fucking replaced that with a werewolf or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it doesn't make sense because of that one phrase, uh-huh. which, which is weird. But then they also have a song called I Was a Teenage Werewolf, which is not in response to Goo Goo Muck because it turns into a teenage Goo Goo Muck. And then the other song, <laughs> I Was a Teenage Werewolf. What the fuck? Okay, that's interesting. Uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I can't. I. Yeah. Okay. I want to listen to that other song now. Just to, just to listen to it. That's when, when did that come out? Um, I was a teenage werewolf. I don't know. Maybe no, no, like no, in, the Google Books. Oh, it came out in '81. Okay. Fuck. We really don't have anything past 2000. Yeah, that's and crazy. it's it's on their psychedelic jungle album. Their their second okay. album. Well, that's gonna go on the playlist. And actually, speaking of Wednesday, it got uh, it got picked up for season two. So <clears> season two. Yeah, I read about that. That's uh, we still I haven't really, even watched that. No, it's, it, the one. It's, uh, it's it's a it's pretty good. Um. How many more do you got on your list? I've got one more. I got one more too. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and knock one. Okay. We couldn't do this episode without me mentioning this band. I had to. Bush. Oh God. <laughs> so here was the weird thing about Bush is I had to really kind of research on this one because the songs that I was like, oh, this is gonna be an easy one, you know, put it, and then it'd be like, oh, this is the meaning, and I was like, fuck, okay, uh, another one. Uh, here's the meaning. Like, Fuck, okay. explained by them or yeah, explained, explained by fans? No, explained by them. Okay. So it would be Gavin Rosdale talking about, like, uh, he was talking about Glycerin. He was talking about uh, Machine Head. Uh, he was talk- So it was literally him from interviews talking about what they- And I was like, okay, I understand it now. Uh, one, of, one of them, though, was, like, pretty much nonsense. He said that it's about uh, consumerism. Uh, uh, that's what his explanation was. He said it was about, uh, uh, what the fuck was it called? Um, I'm just gonna skip all that bullshit. I'm, I'm rambling too much. So it's it's fucking it's like nonsense. Most of it is fucking nonsense. And the only way that you can understand this is that other category I was I was talking about. The only way you can kind of understand it is if you get the references because he references. It's weird because it kind of comes into the topic that you suggested uh, oh. off air. 
And there's two lines in the song that come from two different artists. What's the name of the song? Uh, oh, sorry, Everything's In. Did I, did uh, I say it? I didn't say it, right? Yeah. Uh, Everything's In. So, so some of the lyrics are, uh, Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow. Dave's on sale again. Oh, we, that's, all, that's all David Bowie. We, yeah, that's David Bowie. <laughs> then there's another part. Uh, the other part is, Rain Dogs Howl for the Century, A Million Dollars at Stake. That's actually from a Jane's Addiction song. Uh, called Ted just Ted just admitted. It's about Ted Bundy. Yeah, and uh, shit. I'm sorry. That that part is there's no sex in your violence. That fu- that's the part from the Jane's Addiction song. Yes, Rain Dogs Howl for the Century is actually from a book. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so I was like, I don't, I know that song well, and I don't recognize that part. Yeah. So no sex in your violence. It was hard to follow this because it was like all references from shit that he knew what he was talking about. But when you look at it, like, did you know about those other references aside the, from the David Bowie one? The David Bowie and the Jane's. So you, not the book. I okay, not the book. Okay. So, the book, did it uh, yeah, I can tell you. So it was from, uh, that's from that. Uh, oh, it's from a, 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 a poem actually called Howl. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yes, Ginsburg, yes. So it was all references and What's shit. What's the line again? Uh, Rain Dogs Howl for the Century. Um... Let me see. He was talking about a million dollars at stake. A million dollars at stake. Yeah. <laughs> at stake. Yeah. At stake. Yeah. At stake. Uh, Not a million dollars for each. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what I, that's, what I, that's what I. That's what I thought. That's what I always thought. Um. But yeah, it, it was just about. So it's like it's just like he cut and pasted a bunch of stuff online. Yeah. Right. Together yeah. made a little patchwork song. Yeah. Like, this isn't this. No. 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 You got this confused with another Bush song. The point is, is the fucking lyrics don't make no sense. And I got confused because yeah. I was reading all these Bush lyrics that make no sense. So was no, it just, I was right. trying to Even if it, we get yeah. the references, it still doesn't come yeah. together to make sense. And I, and I think this is probably not the song about consumerism. It probably was a different one. Maybe it was. I don't fucking know. I'm confused now. But the point is that he said it was about something. But you, you can't. It's kind of like the whole uh, thing you were talking about, Chili Peppers, where, like, he understood yeah. what he was saying. <clears throat> but, like, when you look at it, you're like, what the fuck does this mean? Like, yeah, it's it was like kind of, purposefully yeah. trying to be obscure about it all and make it seem like Kind of, yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah. Oh, man, Britt loves Bush. Uh, uh, I, I also but, love Nirvana. Yeah. Sure but, uh, was okay. it just picking apart a whole bunch of stuff that made sense to himself? And now he's like, I'm so sad. Yeah, you maybe. Know? That's probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, again, I got so confused because all the songs, like, you know, I, I was looking at everything Zen, I was looking at Machine Head, I was looking at, uh, what is it? Glister, well, Glister is probably yeah. a little different than yours, but yeah, uh, little things, uh, chemicals between us. Like, yeah. it's just I was like trying to. I was like, okay, which one is the worst offender? Uh, and I think everything's in was probably the worst offender. Yeah, that's good. But, I, but I, I had to pick a Bush song. Um, yes, I agree. That was all I had. Has he ever been questioned as to why he repeats a lot of his? No, we should, have, we should ask him. Yeah, yeah, that should. one episode. <laughs> yeah, I was just. Yeah. Probably. You gotta fill it up. Fill it up. Just play the chorus again. I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, well, I guess before we call it, you want to try one over here? Yeah. I think we have one more. Shit. Well, yeah, we do one now, and then we can hear Frank's thing. And then oh, you still got one more, right? Yeah. Yeah, I still, shit. I still got good, one. Good, good, because I, I want to hear another one. I'm sorry, Frank. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Frankie gave me an idea for one, so I can go talk about it. Oh, go for it. Guys, look, it's your, it's, you're on the show, too, man. You can cut me off. <laughs> cut me off. 
What, do you want to talk about yours? <laughs> me? I don't know. Let me see if I still have that stuff pulled up or not. Because I looked it up. No, you go. Well, or I can. I'll, I'll just go, but I don't know. Um. So there's a band, they're an electronic band from England, they're called KLF, I don't know if you'll remember, and this was definitely very 90s, and all of their songs, well, all of the songs, I mean, okay, not all of them, because I don't know all of their songs, many of their songs reference the Ancients of Momo, and, and uh, uh, it's like, uh, what the hell is that? Um, and I'm trying to find full lyrics, but it's not letting me click in. I'm just picture like uh... <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's like they have a song called 3AM Eternal, and all their it's electronic, it's super dancing. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's like two British dudes, and that's it. But then I think they're sampling from a lot of different stuff, or they bring in like people that uh, yeah, I think sir. like um, Tammy Wynette sings in one of their songs. I mean, it's real mm-hmm. interesting, and it's mm-hmm. it's catchy. But yeah, there's one. Um, the song 3, 3M Eternal talks about the ancients of Mumu, and then they have another song called um, Justified and Ancient, and that one's about the ancients of Mumu over and over again. And then they even have a song called, um, I'm trying to remember because there's another one that references Moo Land or something like that. And so I was trying to figure it out because like, when you look at the lyrics to the song, it's like, okay, I don't really get this. But then apparently that was an alternate name for their band. So they're KLF, also known as the Ancients of Moo So they just like to repeat that thing. The like- Justified and Ancients of Moo or something like that. Yeah, and so it's just like in all of these songs and it's like, what the hell does this mean? According to Song Fact, um, yeah, songfacts.com, book series in which the justified ancients of Mumu are a fictional subversive cult who have been around since prehistory. Oh, but who, who wrote the, the book series and did it come out before or after the band? It just says the song lyrics describe the justified ancients making their way to Mumu land in an ice cream van. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah, drugs. That's, that's the moral of the story today. The 3 a.m. eternal that's on you. Okay, I'll put that one on. Uh, I'll need to write it down. Well, I'm probably going to get into this one. Uh, Frank, before we go into yours, last one, I'm yes. going to go ahead and pour this one. So this is a, nah, and again, so, uh, this is kind of kind of going to suck because this is a slushy one. I know y'all kind of like the slushy ones. Um, when we got it at the store, it wasn't in the fridge. This was supposed to be in the fridge from the brewery to, to where we got it. No slugs. No slugs. <laughs> 903 Brewers from Sherman, Texas. Again, this is a sangria slushy. So it's a Berliner Weiss style ale with uh, pomegranate, cherry, grapefruit, cranberry, and lime. And this is from their slushy series, which uh, we've had quite a few of. Uh, this is 6.2% ABV, so it's not that bad. Uh, sangria. Let's uh, see. Let's look at this one. So far, we've uh, been around the uh, three rating. Uh that doesn't. That's weird. It looks super light and clear for slushy. But is there a difference between slushy and smoothie? Damn it! You're right. The right. other ones were the smoothie. Smoothie ones you're right. Are the ones that are Smoothies light. are the okay. thicker ones. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Slushy right. was. I don't know. Have we had lots of slushy? Uh, we've had a few the of them. Uh, no, we've had a few. Well, it was a slushy series seltzer. 
Um, cause I remember the logo and stuff, but, um, Turn over one specific before starting. Son of a bitch. Uh, That's all right, whatever. Drink first. Drink first. Well, yeah, we probably should have rolled it, but whatever. This is like cough medicine. It does. Take goddamn it. Sorry, I almost shut yeah. it out. It tastes like cherry. It tastes like cherry cough medicine. It does. We should have rolled it. We are. We fucking went against our own rules. Should have rolled it, but I don't think it would have done any. Would have made it. Yeah, I'll let you smoosh it around a bit, and then let me try it and see if it changes the taste. It's not doing anything for me. Yeah. It's like, eh. I have high hopes. I love sangria. Mm-hmm. Oh. Change it a little bit. I taste lime now and cranberry. Like, it added a little bit more, but not too much. Yeah, it's like, eh. Mm. Probably like a little 3.5. <laughs> I'm gonna go with like two point five. Yeah, me too. Uh, Kim, you said three. Two point nine. Two point nine. I think maybe if we would have it fresh, like maybe if we'd gone to like the tap room or something. Yeah, they like we got it fresh and might. It, I'm gonna guess it would have made a, a huge difference because this one apparently because of how it was made, it should be. Cold from when it leaves the brewery to when we get it, and this one at the store was on the shelf. How do they, do they like rotate kegs in the tap room? Because if that settles in the can, it's got to be settling in the keg too. So do they do something to it to make it? I don't know. That's a good question. I I have no idea. Uh, Maybe, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with two or three. (laughs) Well, you would would think uh, the... uh, Pumping and the pressure and stuff would Might. make move the stuff around. Yeah, yeah. that's a good I would, point. I would yeah. think that. But uh, anyways, all right. Well, we kind of failed on beers today. Uh, and actually, funny thing is, we went to the store yesterday, and I was looking for beers, and I could not find anything. Uh, like, uh, this was stuff that we've had for like a month. Oh wow! Yeah, in the fridge. Well, we in the fridge. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we do have one more. We'll try it before yeah. we leave. Right. Uh, so my next one. Um, apparently, it's been featured on a show before. Yeah. Yeah. We talked. But I want to bring it up again because it's 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 a pretty weird song. Okay, what's <clears throat> It's actually a cover. It's a a cover that probably surpassed the original in terms of popularity. It's a Manfred Mann's Earth Band, "Blinded by the Lights." Oh, uh, we have <clears throat> talked about this song. Yeah. Because yes. I didn't realize it was a cover. Yeah, we we said it was a cover of uh, mm-hmm. who co- who was the so uh, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce original. Springsteen, that's yeah. right. I re- I remember we talked about that. And, I mean, Bruce Springsteen's version doesn't make sense. Um, and the Manfred Mann's Earth Band's version changes the lyrics. And oh, they do? They change the lyrics? Yeah, they change the oh, lyrics shit. a little bit. And it makes even, like, it's more nonsensical than the original. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't no. know that. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, just a sample of the lyrics is, Madman, drummers, bummers, Indians in the summer with the teenage diplomat in the dumps with the mumps as the adolescent pumps his way into the hat. That sounds like Beck. I thought you were seeing a Beck song. So, oh, you know, wow. obviously, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but the band hasn't really addressed what, what it's about. And Bruce Springsteen himself, even, too, doesn't even really know what his song is about. But um, other than both artists hint that it's um, it's about the invincibility of, of youth. 
I couldn't tell from <clears throat> those lyrics. Oh, excuse which, me. Which which I don't know, but I think the energy of uh, the Manfred Mann's uh, version, um, they try to make it more upbeat, make it a little more catchy, yeah. and that's what that's what they said is that you know the music is supposed to match the feeling of feeling invincible when you're young. Huh. Which I. It makes sense, but lyrically, it just does not make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good why one. Why don't they like enunciate dudes? Yeah, I've always thought until we had that episode, I didn't know that that's what it was. Like I always thought it was douche, like but wrapped up like a douche, like wrapped up like a douche, and I'm but like wrapped up. Yeah, but they're, but they're, uh, I know, but it sounds like to me wrapped up. <laughs> And it always like sounded douche, weird. Yeah. You know, this is why it sounded weird to me too, because like, well, I was so like, I w- we would listen to a lot of like uh, classic rock stations and rock stations. When I was working overnight as an overnight stalker. Yes, stalker. Stalker. Uh, stalker. You stalk the Yeah, and so I would, I would. That was one of my sections of feminine stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I would hear that song. I would hear that stuff. So you're sitting there singing while you're playing. Yeah, and it just was weird to me that it wrapped up like a douche, and I was like, that's so weird. And like, yeah. it's just the next line after that. What does it say? Wrapped up like a wrapped douche. like a something. In another roller. In another roller. roller in yeah. Yeah. You see, and I just also like you said, just the way the words are met, like. Just enunciate, man. Actually, it'd probably be me. I can't talk a lot. But see, but my, the, my lyrics are probably sound. But, but maybe it sounds like that to us because the dudes are British. They are? Yeah. So I don't know if maybe the uh, oh, enunciation is just a little sense. off. That makes sense. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. That does, that does make sense, though. Huh. Okay, well, I uh, have the one from last time that I said. I said no repeats, but I think... I don't know. I don't even remember. I don't so. remember either, but it's that band Setu Javu that I've told you about before. They're 80s, kind of new wavy, and the song is called Have in Mind. And the, and the chorus says, Weak grows your heart patiently. Oh, I remember this. Before the tragedy, have in mind. I remember. You know what? (laughs) This one is perfect for this. Yes, because I I remember just cuckoo. How do you spell the band's name again? C-E-T-U. C-E-T-U. J-A-V-U. J-A-V-U. I think they're German. And they, yeah, so there are like other things in here too that Wait, did we have a conversation about this that maybe it's a uh, loss in translation kind of thing? Yeah, the, the, it might be a translation issue, but yeah. Um, but look around you. Is there anything you need? If you follow our way, you'll pass one day. Therefore, before the tragedy occurs, have in mind. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's weird because it's kind of, you said they're German, right? I th- think so, but I'm not totally sure. I oh. hope so. I hope there's some kind of excuse. <laughs> well, yeah, because if not, then there's no excuse. Yes, German synth pop bands oh. that was active between 87 and 94. Okay, so this is kind of a, a little on, not really on topic, but kind of, kind of connected to that and lost in translation stuff. So and Frank can, you know, I jump in on this too. But Kim and I have been like on a Rammstein binge, and I realized that Frank knows the story. Like for the longest time, people would be like, "Oh, do do Host uh, is a uh, is a uh, uh, you hate you hate yes. you hate yes you hate you hate you hate means you hate and it doesn't do Host no. do Host means you have, you have. Yes. and so where the whole story came the whole again another I've myth never heard that. Wow. yeah so oh this myth has been going around since we were like in high school. So, like, the 
like middle school. Well, to be, to be fair, well, yeah, yeah, in high school, I guess it was. But it like school, so, and, and actually, people still say that. People still say it's you hate, right? So the the, the myth came from. So Duhas, I'm Duhas. Rammstein recorded an English version of Duhas, and what happened was they changed the English wording to "you hate" because the translation was a little weird. So what they did was they tried to use some of the sounds, try to get English words to sound like the German sounds, which changed the translation. Uh-huh. So. Duhas, yeah, yeah. So Duhas turned into "You Hate" in English, Uh, and for that song, and so people then were like, "Oh, Duhas means you hate." And when I remember uh, when we were, I was like, "That does not mean that." And then I was like, "Sure enough, it fucking doesn't." I was like, "Oh, so then that kind of cleared it up." And people still on forums say like, "Oh yeah, you hate," and they would make like memes about it. I'm like, "But it doesn't mean that." So just wanted to throw that out there in case you guys were. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that, but uh, <laughs> no, but you. Yeah. Uh, in case you guys thought that, because uh, you know, that was another myth. That's like three, four myths that we've heard on this. Yeah, show. and busted. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did it. Uh, the musical mythbusters. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's all I wanted to add on that. Um, do you guys have anything else before we try the last beer? No. No. Okay. no. All right. <laughs> That's that was German. She didn't say nine more beers. No. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Are you being sarcastic? Shit. Is it pickle? All right. So so this is uh from Distill Brewery. Uh, from it looks like Normal, Illinois. Uh, it's a dill pickle sour beer uh, made with Sucker Punch pickle brine. Uh, I'm assuming Sucker Punch is a brand of something. Kind of like how we have Martin House. Uh, I mean, the best Martin made. House best made the pickle best beer. Made, uh, yeah. Uh, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, it's a gose ale combined with the unmistakably zesty garlicky flavor of Sucker Punch dill pickle. Yeah, so it's a brand, Sucker Punch dill pickle. So this is basically like the. Illinois version. Illinois version of best made pickle beer. I wonder if you have pizza beer. Uh, <laughs> Chicago style. Chicago style. From a Chicago pizzeria. I'm gonna die. I wouldn't be surprised. They, hell, they might be the fucking Martin House of the fucking of Illinois. Of, the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, we need to start doing that. I, I forget to do that, but we need to start rolling all the beers because a lot of styles do require that, especially since. Uh, they have all these weird flavors and shit. Okay. Do you need a new, new glass? You don't have to chug that, right? Or not chug it, but you're gonna do the mouth. Like she's gonna do the mouth rinse again, so she's gonna pour the water in the glass <laughs> and she's gonna swish it around. I don't want. I mean, I don't know. I've had accidents, yeah, but I have like a man. I have like a hundred beer glasses. Yeah, and he has like five. Yeah, so she's like, that's right. I need, I need, I need water. All right. Please don't give me that much. Oh, well, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. You know, this is the last year. Well, yeah, you don't have Oh, I've poured out 16 ounce cans of gonna think it smells Wow. That smells crazy. Dude, smell this. It smells like a really salty pickle. It's actually sweet. What? That's crazy. It smells a lot different from what it smells like in a in a glass. Yeah. Yeah. I like this a lot better than the Mark Foss one. It's like sweet pickles. Oh, yeah, it's sweet. 
like it. Tastes like relish. <laughs> it tastes like relish. It tastes like relish. Yeah, no, I taste that too, but you can, it's like relish has that, but it's like the sweetness that relish has. It's relish beer. It's like what exactly what it, it is. I love it, but I definitely, it's better than the Martin House one. <sighs> I don't love it, and I don't hate it. Oh, I wish we had a Martin House one. We could just get mm. a blind taste, just to see what it's like. Well, <laughs> oh, shit. You all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, it's not bad. I mean... Mm. It's also not it, 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 it legit. <laughs> it legit tastes like relish to me. It's a well, relish beer, is what it is. Um, Kim said two. Brit, I think I'm gonna go with like three point five. It's not. I'm just gonna say two also. Two? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with three point five. It's not. Could I? Could I? Could I finish it? No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. I can't even answer actually. If I because it feels like I'm. I can picture relish in my like. Oh, excuse me. That was the first burp of the. Uh, <laughs> like drinking the relish juice from the jar, with yeah. some alcohol. Yeah. Uh, or beer, I should say. Don't start um, talking about pickle chunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess we should wrap it up then. So that was that. So we've had a horrible episode of beers. Last time was good. Yeah, last time was good. So I'll, I'll try to find some good beers next episode because I couldn't find any. Uh, we hope you liked our uh, shitty lyric uh, list. Uh, you can listen to all these weird songs on Spotify. So you can find the Spotify playlist from our website, rocktalkhappyhourpod.com. From there, of course, you can find our uh, YouTube uh, page now. Of course, it's audio only because uh, if you didn't hear last episode, um, YouTube is going to have a podcast uh, section. Um, so it's going to be like YouTube podcasts or some shit like that. So that should be rolling out this year. So they're starting to get podcasts on there now so that they have podcasts ready to, uh, release when they do release the mm-hmm. podcast section. Um, other than that, I don't think I have anything else to say. Y'all good? I don't know. Are we good for next week or yeah. this next week? The 20... Brit's birthday episode. Yay! Yay! And, and remember, if you don't want to do the episode, you want to take a break, let me know. It's up to you. Um, but, uh, yeah, if we have one, we'll talk about the uh, topic because I know we're still working on that rabbit hole topic. Yes. Uh, actually, I was tempted to start with this bush, Everything's Zen, because Everything's Zen kind of yeah. branched off from the David Bowie. Uh, that was one where I could go the other route with the Jane's Addiction and then see where they uh-huh. reference. So yeah, yeah. I, I kind of was starting there, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is a good starting point. Yeah. Uh, do I want to start with Bush? No, but if I have to. Does anybody reference yeah. Bush? I don't. <laughs> no, yeah, probably not. No, nah, probably not. Uh, but anyways, so uh, we'll probably see you guys next week. If we don't, then uh, send happy birthdays uh, to us on our social media for Brit next week. Yay. And yeah. uh, I'll try to find a birthday beer because we always try to do that. That's true. For yes. everyone's birthday, we always try to find birthday beers. I'll try to do that, hunt one down. Um, so until, uh, next time, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all be careful and stuff. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Oh, cheers. Bye. Bye.